Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 286. It's a hat trick. Or maybe more than a hat trick. We're all here. It's Russ. It's Jim. It's Daryl. It's Rich. And it's Aaron. Hey. Hello. Hello. Ooh. Yeah. Silence our phones, guys. Come on. This is a professional <laughs> podcast. We have a Twitch and everything. We do have a Twitch. <laughs> Not the boss of me. That wasn't my phone, but I do need to put mine on silent. It was Daryl. It was me. He does the same thing and nothing's on. Pretty soon, it's not my the fault. ring doorbell will chime and tell him. Uh-huh. It's not my fault. What happens? Um, yeah, so uh, we do have a Twitch channel. So twitch.tv slash walking dead TV podcast. Give it a follow if you don't mind. Uh, we've been doing these. Uh, I guess substitutes for – I shouldn't say substitute for Talking Dead because I guess Talking Dead is back in some sort of weird Skype incarnation. Um, yeah, they're all going to get through it. Yeah. So uh, the fir- I guess the first week it skipped and we thought, hey, let's just all get online and do a little Twitch stream. We're all here. Um, so we've been doing that Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, after the episode officially airs on the East Coast, we've all been hopping on Twitch and um, just uh, just chatting, you know. Just and, and Daryl joins eventually. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, we you got wanna, you know. You want to fight, Chubb? Trying to call me out? It's it's the full Twitch experience. We all have our cameras on for better or for worse. Um, you can kind of see what what what's going on, and you know we're just we're answering questions. We're just shooting the shooting the sheet, as it were, um, <laughs> pretty much. And uh, you know, talking about Walking Dead, not Walking Dead, you know, just all kinds of stuff. So, um, I, I think we plan on doing it this as you hear this uh, recording. Um, it'll be Sunday, April fifth. <laughs> Um, the last, the last episode. Yes, now. yes. As we get to the news here, real quick. But yeah, check us out: twitch.tv slash Walking Dead TV podcast. Just give us a follow. Um, you know, d- that way you'll get notified if if we just decide to go live with something. Given the crazy schedules of the shows upcoming, um, it may be if we if we're not putting out podcasts as regularly, uh, we may just just throw something up casually uh, on the Twitch channel and just uh, and just talk about stuff. So. Uh, if you want to ask, we also a also last night we were kicking around the idea of doing like a Netflix group watch. Yeah, yeah. For some you know classic zombie movies that would be on and, Netflix and uh, oh, Tiger. Have, no, that's not a zombie thing, my friend. Oh. But um, not yet anyway. But anyway, if um you know if you have any, we were asking on Twitch last night. We'll ask here on the show if you have any suggestions for you know zombie movies or um classic episodes of Walking Dead that are available on Netflix. That you'd like us to do, like a commentary track for, or do a Netflix watch commentary for, but by all means, let us know. Put it in the Facebook group. Email us. Smoke yeah. signal. Like, what follow, subscribe. Need? All that good. Uh, Slap that bell so you get notified. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> 
Stop it. <laughs> You've been watching too much of that Tiger King. Yeah, I watch too much YouTube. That's what I do. That too. Yeah. So anyway, check that. Check that out. Uh, like I said, we'll 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 we should be live uh, this Sunday. We posted the Facebook group too. If we if we plan on going live, just as a reminder as well. So uh, so definitely check that out. A um, little bit of news, I guess. First and most importantly, um, next the, the April fifth episode of The Walking Dead is going to be the last episode for an undetermined period of time. So it looks like. Uh, obviously, they finished filming everything, but they hadn't finished all of the post production for the for the true finale, the season ten finale. Um, so they pushed it, and we don't have a date yet. So I'm not sure when we'll see the actual finale. I can't imagine why they push it back, though, Russ. I mean, yeah. what what could be going on? Oh, <laughs> it's become a documentary. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my guess is probably sometime at the I would say mid May at the earliest, maybe the end of end of May. Um, right? Like I, I just I wonder how they frame. I mean, I guess you just advertise like guess what the finale is coming. But I mean, is the yeah. is there a way to frame that appropriately to be like yeah. like how how do we make this into like an event? Like it's such a it's such a weird circumstance to be. A lot of other shows that have to delay like their finales. Like yeah, there's some shows have just been like. Peace out. Like they're just done. Like there's going to be no uh-huh. no resolution. I forget what is it. Was it one of the, some of the CBS shows, like that FBI show or something like that? They're just like, well, we're done. <laughs> we'll we'll be back next year. Um, it, it's crazy. I, I wonder if they end up pushing the finale out to make it like a two hour event with maybe the fear premiere or something. Or that that's that's what I was wondering. Like if they're gonna, or the the other one, the World Beyond. Premiere. Oh, true. Yeah, World Beyond. Yeah, finale of Walking Dead. Yeah, I, especially given where things could be going. I guess there's probably there's probably possibly like a natural lead into that, which I think is what they plan to begin with, right? Because the show is going to come out yes. right after the the yeah. other one ended. So I mean, I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try I mean, not, to, a... not to unintentionally spoil anything, but I mean, there's probably some leeway there, right? Yeah, I mean. At least as we record this on the on March thirtieth, it looks like the <clears throat> kind of the social distancing, what shelter in place, whatever whatever your state or local you know municipality is is doing is going at least for another month. So um, so it looks like things are going to kind of stay the way they are, if not be more restrictive over the next thirty days. So yeah, they already announced uh, all Pennsylvania schools will be closed for the rest for the duration until yeah. next uh, like at least September. So. So yeah, I don't I don't see um I don't see it happening within the next 30 days is what I'm what yeah. I'm getting at. So um so we'll see. We'll see uh, how it goes. I mean, obviously there are more important things in the world than a than a finale to a TV show. Um and we'll figure out what we're going to do. I I don't know. I mean, um I Daryl like wants to, to Daryl wants to do a Tiger King podcast. I yeah, want to do a yeah. I want to do a Letterkenny podcast or maybe a Lock and Key podcast. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, we have all this free time. So Yeah. Let us know what you want us to do. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm down for either of those. But we'll definitely want to keep something on the feed. Um, you know, again, we, we talked about doing the Whisperer War on the comic side. Um, now might be a good time to, to do that, especially since that's going to kind of somewhat resolve itself. I think the kind of the big the, the biggest point of that uh, portion has been resolved, so we can do some compare and contrast. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll just do – I don't know. The – the the sky is uh the the sky is the limit as far as what we can do so um so yeah just keep an eye out and we'll uh 
I, I think we'll have a lot more activity uh, over the break than we normally would just because we're all, like I said, we're all kind of here, uh, as are you. So, um, so that uh, on some on some somewhat good news. I mean, good news for a bad reason kind of situation. It looks like uh, Norman Reedus and um, and uh, 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 Greg Nicotero have opened up a pop up grocery store. I guess in the Atlanta area around I, I guess where they around where they're filming or something like that so that, that was kind of cool to see them uh, do that awesome uh, we, yeah we talked last week about how the you know the the production company gave their uh, PPE there to uh, local hospitals and stuff so so that's that's awesome uh, I don't think I don't think there's any more news than that I haven't really I haven't heard anything else. I mean, obviously the, the 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 delay of the finale is kind of the biggest the biggest thing there. I just broke. I watched a behind the scenes thing on I think from AMC about the last week's episode and like how they had to shoot like the Michonne stuff, like the flat the 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 alternate reality stuff. And like, there's some cool bits as far as like what they were able to refilm and like you know what they needed to use blue screen for. But my favorite thing because it just made me laugh and I needed to point this out was that. So the whole scene of the lineup where she has the bat in her hands, that to like when she's pointing it at the screen, it's not just that there's point they're pointing like Lucille at the screen. They used forced perspective, so they had like a giant like nine foot version of Lucille. Oh wow! Ridiculous. Oh <laughs> wow! At the screen to really get that depth, but it looks like watching the boat, like the production designer like grab this thing and like <laughs> show you this giant Lucille. It looks so ridiculous, but wow. it, I mean it's effective in the moment. But I wouldn't have thought that. But it's really cool how they had to do that. That's pretty cool. It's like when you watch the Lord of the Rings extras and the way they do exactly is, is they're they're actually further further back from each other. Exactly, they have this giant bat. <laughs> it's just That's so cool. Silly. No, that is cool. But, but I think it's uh, it might have been posted on the Facebook group. I might be thinking of that. There might be a link there from that. But it is it's like an AMC. It's like one of their behind the scenes videos for the episode. So it's out there. That's cool. All right, so should we get into it? Sure. Let's look at the flowers. Yeah, season ten, episode fourteen. Look at let's the say, flowers. Let's just stay home and listen to records. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and break things. Yeah. Uh, so, no surprise, given how we left the episode before last, uh, it starts in the jail. Uh, Carol comes in, um, asks Negan what he, you know, what he wants, and and it, he's his concern. You know, she she obviously wants him to kill Negan. And you know what if he makes it worse? Or he um, wants him. He wants him to, or she wants him to kill Alpha. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Right, that's okay. And this is kind of the scene that we predicted last week we would see this week. Remember, we talked yes. last week. I think it was last week we talked about. Oh, we're definitely going to see the scene with Carol. You know, breaking the plan down to Negan or whatever. And lo and behold, Nerdstradamus strikes again. Here we are. <laughs> yep, cold open. <laughs> yeah. And of course, she says uh, that she wants her to. She wants him to bring Alpha's head. Bring her Alpha's head. This, I like this scene because of the actors and what they do with it. And at first, I was wondering, do we need this though? Like, I get like it's it's making it very simple for people that maybe like weren't getting the next the connection. But I'm like, we we understand this, right? Like they made this deal. But at the same time, it's like, well, 
Okay, it gives me like proper motivation. I hear what Carol's specifically saying about what needs to be done and why Negan's out, but I think it also pays off later in the episode as far as Negan's concerned. So overall, I yes. like the scene. Initially, I'm like, I feel like I'm just getting this to make it like painfully clear to anyone that didn't already get it. But you know, it, it worked itself out. So right. yes. Uh, so we come back from the break, and uh, they put her live head on a pike, which was really kind of cool and creepy how it was still moving and making noise. And it's on the top of this pike. Um, and she says, you know, what took you so long? And, you know, she wanted it. She wanted it done quick. So we, we kind of well, talked about this a, a few episodes back. Why about why Carol decided to kind of go off on her own? Mm-hmm. And do her thing. And yeah. again, it makes a little bit more sense. Like, it sounds like she just got either impatient. You know, again, she didn't know, okay, did Negan just, like, leave? Did he just take off? Is he trying to do something? Did he end up joining up with them? Like, all this stuff going through her head. So it gives a little more reasoning for why she did what she did, even though she freed Negan to do it, too. Because I think she just had an expectation that... He was just going to march or sneak into camp and just, you know, whack her head off or something. So, well, also her head on the pike reminded me very much. It was like a visual callback kind of to when the, you know, whispers put all those heads on pikes. Oh yeah, before mm-hmm. you know, seeing her <laughs> kind of. Well, I was. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jim. How did, how did that go again? <laughs> Okay, I heard you this time. Oh, okay, if you join okay. the Twitch channel, you can see him do that. Like, for said, you, you get Patreon, I'll do it for your uh, phone. You know, you had, ring, yes, ring I'd, say, I, I'd say Jim's hands were probably up making motions while he was doing it at the same time. Just guessing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. I was assuming. I'm a pure that, artist. Thank you. I was assuming that was the same pike that Henry's head had been placed on. and. Because it was still stained with blood as he, she was putting the head on there. Um, I mean, that was a while ago. It was yeah. really fresh. <laughs> well, I mean, it had, I don't know. But anyway, um, the other thing. But it was a message. La- last, last week's episode, you know, we said at, at when she was radioing Judith, you know, trying to figure out what the timeline was. And Judith had said, we don't have to worry about Alpha anymore or something like that. But we've learned now that. They didn't go back just yet, so I think the end of last week's episode was after this. We is still yet to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just know that that Judith had mentioned we don't have to worry about Alpha anymore. Oh, yet. you mean that? Oh, that part with the yeah. yeah no, we, yeah, we talked about that. I mean, to some degree, right? We talked about how that's yeah. It's yeah. that's a, that seems like a pretty closed off scene where yes, it could very easily take place in some kind of near future. I think that. Well, I, yeah, I know, but I just I thought that we had decided last week that it was pretty much lining up with when Alpha was killed, but I don't think so now. Now it must be later. Yeah, because they just like kind of learn this by the end. Like they just get back to Alexandria by the end of the episode. So yeah, no, that that tracks for sure. I mean, it, yeah, I, I think that I think that Judith thing was designed very specifically as far as Michonne's story. But yes, as far as the timeline goes, I think yeah, we can all agree that it most likely takes place you know sometime during next week's episode as opposed to this week's episode. Just to throw that out there. So then we come we come back and Magna and Yumiko are back with the with the rest of the gang that are kind of holed up at the house. 
Um, Rosita's kind of in bad shape. It looks like she's got a she's got a pretty nasty bruise on her uh, on her like <laughs> side, stomach, whatever whatever you want to call yeah. it. And I, I wasn't sure what they were getting at. Did I, I don't know if they were. I couldn't tell if they're trying to make it seem like she was hurt worse than than she was making it seem, or it felt like she was. He, he thought she was dying. Yeah, I mean, they made it seem pretty serious, and I don't know if that was just a, that way. So well, I, I don't know so, if they oh. if they positioned her character that way so it wouldn't seem odd that she didn't go with Eugene, or or uh, like I, I don't know. Or it, it made just, it more gravitas to him leaving, even yeah. though you know how important it was for him what he gave up to leave her. When they first showed that her, uh, you know, when she pulled up her shirt or whatever, for a second I thought she was bit. That's oh, what I yeah, was yeah, thinking yeah. for a second. Because uh, that wound was all, you know, almost shaped like a bite wound, right? And yep. I was thinking, oh, yeah. no, she's bit. Because he's no, almost about to cry. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. is she bit? Yeah, he thought the same thing, yeah. Uh, and it looked pretty nasty. I mean, it, it looked did. definitely like yeah. like internal injury kind of nasty. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Eugene confesses uh, that... He's made contact with another person with from another you know another settlement. This is a, this a good thing. Yeah, he he's like attention everyone. He calls yes. everyone together to tell them all at once okay. in the most Eugene way possible. Oh, <laughs> well, and I mean it's it's Rosita that gets him there too. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's the one that urges him to do it. And this is a, it's a great scene because yeah, it he does it in the scene. most yeah, Eugene way. But what yeah. I really like is that Ezekiel is the one that gets him straight. It's yes. like everyone's everyone's piling onto him. He's like, "Why are you telling this? What the fuck, man?" And yeah. then Ezekiel, <laughs> like, you think he's about to join in the fray too? He's like, "Hold on here," and, and he's like, "He's like, let the man speak." Essentially, and it's just like you see it in Eugene's face. He's like, "Thank you, Ezekiel." <laughs> and he like gathers himself together and starts explaining it. Also, still in Eugenie's, but in a way that like makes more sense to people and it seems more right. reasonable. It's right. like it's a really neat like boost of confidence moment. Yeah, he talks about wanting. To, you know, he said like, "Oh well, I'm willing to be the fool." And then it's funny because Ezekiel kind of gives his vote of confidence and basically says, "I'm willing to be the fool as well." So it was just it was a really cool. Again, it was it was a very Eugene moment, but also a very not Eugene moment. Like. There were there were times when he was giving his speech that he felt like some of the Eugeneness was was kind of washed away. Like he was actually not putting on the 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 persona, you know, um, a little bit, or at least that that's that's kind of how I felt about it. I mean, he still had his Eugenisms, but it it just felt more heartfelt and sincere, I think, than any other conversation we've had from Eugene. Like it's always. He's making himself more vulnerable. He's saying yes. things that are expressing, you know, what's going on with him emotionally along with what's going on with him tactically at the same yeah. time to a group of people. So it's going to, like, mess with your general, you know, it's you know, it's like Ezekiel cracking with the, you know, the regality thing yes. when he yes, was king. Yes. You know. I couldn't, I can't remember in the TV universe, is it the same as in the comic universe? He was a, like, eighth grade science teacher or something. Gene? Yeah, before the apocalypse. I forget if the show actually specifically laid that. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm just saying, can you imagine having that as a teacher? Talking yes, kind of, oh, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, let's seen. see. In te- in the, it says, in television, his occupation was an engineer for the... Uh, or no, that's now Chiefs... Uh, where we are? Huh. It's like a lot of things, but these are all like the different things he's had. Biofuel producer. 
But that's like now, isn't it? Yeah. Because it says like head of Bullet Factory, but that was for the Saviors. Lieutenant of the Saviors, Saviors. Chief Engineer at the Sanctuary, it's a sanctuary. He doesn't say anything specifically about his yeah. pre, pre-dead um, yeah. occupation. But he, yeah. he's usually either speaking from like the I'm the know-it-all, I know what I'm doing, or or straight up fear because his life is being threatened or, you know, it's self-preservation. Um, so it was kind of, or, or, you know, or dismissive or whatever. Um, so it was kind of cool to just see him give the speech where it was him being um, genuine um, and, and emotional too. I mean, he was, you know, he was tearing yeah. up and, um, I, I, yeah, I just thought it was a great moment. I, re- I really thought it was a great moment um, to to see him give that give that speech um, and just kind of lay it out for him. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course, Ezekiel says, you know, he's going to go. He's going to go as well. And then we had a really cool Jerry and Ezekiel moment, too, you know, where, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jerry kind of says goodbye to him. Because he knows, you know, everything's uncertain. He's got the right. cancer, so he's not doing well. Um, and it was really cool that, you know, he's, you know, Ezekiel tells him, you know, you need to carry on and, you know, basically um, bestow the virtues of the kingdom, even though the kingdom <clears throat> isn't, isn't there anymore. And, uh, you know, he says, you know, hey, thank you. Or, I forget, did he say goodbye or thank you? And he And he called him Ezekiel. He didn't say... He almost said something. Then he, he said, said "Boss, yeah. yeah, right." Um, there's a good exchange, early, like early in that same conversation, too, where he's like, "You know, why are you saying bye?" He's like, "Because I'm gonna miss you." Like he, yes. the exchanges between them are very nice. Like it, these these guys have clearly gone through a ton together. We've seen a lot of it, and because the show's done really well by them and their relationship, you, like it matters. Yes. I don't know. I don't know why it needs to be this epic. I guess because there's a. I mean, Ezekiel is essentially dying but like the 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 work done to like make those scenes like register are effective like they're good yeah yeah i was i was i was impressed with that i was a big fan of ezekiel this week like i I really i said this on the thing yesterday but like i think he gets a lot of good moments to shine here um even if some stuff is a little wonky but that is later on but still yeah (laughs) yep which makes me worried about him for next week yeah. Um, so then we cut to Beta, who finds Alpha's head on the pike. Uh, he's got two of his lackeys with. And one of them says, oh, well, you're the new Alpha. Uh, and Beta, yeah, Beta <laughs> kind of freaks out about that and ends up, you know, it, you know what is she saying? What is she, what is she saying? And pushes her his face onto her face um, until she ends up biting him. Um, and then she, he flat out kills the other one, right? Like. No, the other one runs. No, the other one, oh, the other one runs away. off. Yeah, yeah. He runs away. Yeah, he's, like, he's out. Nope, he's, he's out. out. He's out of there. <laughs> there's uh, a there's a really good bit in the comics involving people trying to join the whispers. That's hilarious, and I ever, I wonder if we'll ever get to have that moment, but I doubt it because it's just too specific and quirky. But I, I I so question how loyal these whispers have to be when you have a guy yeah. pushing someone's face into a zombie. It's like, what did I sign up for? Like, what yeah. is this? And the other guy runs off. And what we're finding this with the whisper, not, this was not in the orientation package. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what we're finding with the whispers is they're not like the saviors, right? Like 
the saviors were kind of like true believers and with it for the most part. Some of it out of fear, some of it out of power, some of it just because they they truly drank the Kool-Aid. Um, you get the sense with the whisperers that they're there out of self-preservation. And the minute that the, the tide kind of turns, they're like, uh, yeah, I'm out of here. Like their, their I mean, loyalties are, are very the, fleeting. The difference with the saviors is that you put a lot of mostly men in power to lord over others and be a bunch of jerks and everything. So it's like, yeah, that's a very enticing position for a bunch of, you know, rednecks that want to be able to be super misogynist to get away with it. Where the, the whispers, yeah, you're either kind of, you're already out there in your head to begin with, or it's like, well, what else am I going to do? Like, yeah. It, it adds up. Like it's, but yeah, I can easily see you, if you're not, you know, of the kind of mind that would easily follow along with beta and alpha, if you're seeing things going sideways, it's pretty easy to be like, I'm going to, nope, I'm out of here. Like, that's, yeah. not, that's not the situation I want to be in. Even like with the heapsters, right? Like they all, they all bought the, they all drank the Kool Aid. They changed the way they talked, and you know they lived in a garbage dump. I mean, it was just, yeah, folks, yeah. you know, again, they were kind of committed to the bit as well. So everyone else in every other group is either well, I mean, I guess there's the terminus folk. They're like, yeah, people need sure, why not? Um, <laughs> and everyone else is just like, we're ignorant. It doesn't matter what's going on. We don't see, we don't go outside our walls. So that's the governor in Alexandria yeah. Yeah. and whatever, you know, other random group that's like, whatever, we're, we're fine. We're in here. <laughs> Nothing could ever have that happen to us. Yeah. yeah. And of course, then he pulls his, her head off the pike and cradles it like a baby. <laughs> Sure does. That was weird. Well, it looked like a melon. Yes. Every time they showed it, like from behind, where it's not, you know, a special effect of Samantha Borden's head, it was like, oh, that's a nice melon with ears that he's holding there. Yeah. <laughs> a little too clean. A little too smooth. Um, so then we cut back to Negan, who gets to Lydia's hut. And of course, Lydia's not there. And, um, uh, he starts, you know, he's, he's pissed off that he, you know, she's gone. And of course she's there, but Daryl and, um, you know, he says, you know, look, she's dead. I killed her. And of course, uh, Daryl doesn't, doesn't believe him. Um, I don't, I really don't. Yeah. (laughs) And Daryl. Yeah. Uh, but Negan has her, her, her mask and kind of offers that up as proof. And Daryl still is not buying it. And then he said, well, you know, I'm surprised. Daryl, why won't you believe him, Daryl? Because I, I just, you know, just something about him. Just something about him. I mean, it's not like you tried to kill your friends and stuff. I'm saying, I mean, ago. you know, I didn't beat the guy's head in while we watched. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you all yeah. kneeling there and springing the bat at you. That know, was yeah. like seven years ago. It doesn't even matter anymore. Come on. <laughs> oh, right. Maybe not to you. I'm saying. <laughs> Well, no, he's pissed off because he did the old throw a tree in the middle of the road maneuver. It's yeah. like it reminded me of old times. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. that's flashbacks. Um, but he said, yo, you know, didn't your girlfriend or you didn't know your girlfriend let me go? You know, he and I think Negan knew that he didn't know. I think he was just throwing that up in his face to be like, you know, hey, there's more to this story than, you know, uh, and there's reason for you to believe me because your own people haven't been your probably your closest friend isn't even been honest with you and so no. of course daryl kind of come I, I, he's starting yeah, he to kind of like see that. he still doesn't trust him he's, no, he, no he's still going to tie him up and you know march him out but um but, but he, he knows carol's been on some stuff 
Yeah, and he but he doesn't just you know put an arrow yeah. through his eye. So no. speaking of Carol, um, then of course we see Carol wandering, and she sees Alpha. So this is going to be kind of her arc through this episode where <laughs> she keeps seeing the quote ghost of Alpha. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I was not feeling this at all. No. Nope. No. Not really. I mean, what was the point was, of that? I didn't. Get I was it. feeling it at first, but it's like it's the most redundant one because That's, you get yeah. the idea pretty quickly, and then That's you have to get it literally hammered over your head by having her get like trapped and have to like fight away her demons and all this stuff. It's like I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> first of all, first of all, the show is not known for being subtle, right? No. Right. First of all. Second of all, I uh, I totally co-signed with what Aaron is saying. A little bit of that would have gone a long way. Yeah. If they just, you know, like, if they five minutes of that, we would have been good. You know, I, I really, yeah. you know, having it drag out through the whole episode was too much. I mean, just throw the pot in the kettle and the whole thing. Or, like, even more, like, if you kept her, if you kept her with, with Negan and then Which really encountered them. And That's then, like, the whole, epi- the whole episode could have been, like, the three of them walking back to Alexandria. Yes. And, like, she's, and then she's seeing Alpha, like, along the way. Yes. So she's doing like her own thing, but they're still all tied together. That could have been interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like to be the one, like what it should have done. I don't like to do that, but I'm just like that's an idea. I think that maybe could have so would have worked better worked, than what they did. Because this they've done the, already. Well, just done it so many times. Yeah, because that would have sowed a little bit of tension, right? Because it would have become obvious to Daryl and Negan that like something's up with her, and you know her kind of you know probably snapping at things that you know snapping at, at alpha is not really there yeah it just to me the whole seeing the ghost of the person that tormented you i know like i uh, yeah like, i want to see a ghost i want to see t-dog <laughs> yeah there you go exactly. tyrese would be good i'd yeah. say it's a matter yeah. of like different filmers filming schedules but it's like well what else are they doing so i don't know i don't know what to chalk that up to oh. i do I do like how, because the, the ghost alpha bothered me too, this, that voice. But I did like, and I didn't catch this till I saw it on Reddit, but how they did callbacks or to um, dialogue from the look at the flowers moment from yeah. seasons ago. The, I'm yeah. sorry you're mad at me. I'm sorry you're mad at me. I'm sorry. Please don't be mad at me. I'm sorry. So I thought that was cool because that's what Miko was saying to Carol. So. No, yeah, it's there's, yeah, it, it acknowledges that episode for sure. I mean, the episode's called "Look at the Flowers." It acknowledges like other, you know, Sophia obviously it mentions her, it mentions mm-hmm. all of the characters that she's lost, right. and I mean, like in all of this, as as you know, story wise, yes, we're not like super thrilled by how this one played out, but I did like like the performances are solid, especially with, if you're getting Samantha Morton in here for one last time as Alpha, presumably. I mean, she does a good job. So, like, I'm not complaining in that front. But, yeah, no. as far as what it's trying to sell us, it's like, I get it. <laughs> it's happening. Could have used a lighter hand. Yeah, she yeah. went into a cave and then saw, it, you know, a duplication of herself. She could have been dying and seen Merle. And then cut her head off. And... All right, so we come back to Beta, who is walking with his uh, chewed chewed face uh, compatriot who is uh, worse for the wear at this point. He's still um, hanging though. Yeah, he's looking looking pretty rough. He coughs um, and Beta pretty much um, it's kind of cool like he he just stands there waiting for the others to come mm-hmm. at him and then he sacrifices this guy to them and um, 
and then he walks away. We see him. He has Alpha's head in a burlap sack. It, so. In the most brutal, like he stabs him through the back. Right. Yeah, that doesn't that that doesn't kill him though. It just disables no. him. So you right. see him walking while the guys in the background screaming yes, for his life is getting eaten by the zombies. Yeah. It's yes. so bad. Pretty cool though. Yeah. Clearly, he is a, he is a man on a mission at this point. Oh yeah, there might as well be an explosion behind him with like the Who playing and putting on sunglasses. Like it was yes. a great moment. <laughs> um, so he he find, he comes across this what lo- it looks like a restaurant bar slash it it reminded me like of it in like the old West movies, you know, like in a western where Solid. it's like the the brothels, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's like straight out of Deadwood. It's like there's the bar and the restaurant, and there's the brothel upstairs, um, and. He uh, he sees there's a note on the that that says two eyes see one truth, and he sees a poster um, for Half Moon, uh, which I'm assuming that's the name of his band. That that I was because it yeah, was like the legend or, for one night or his, only, and or his name is Half Moon. His first name Half, <laughs> yes. last name Moon. That's <laughs> the, Moon. the album he picked up was Half Moon Live in Concert. Yeah. Now let me ask you guys this: mm. Was this like a place where? Did, did you get the sense like this is where he lived or this was his place or did he just happen to come across this by happenstance and it, it just made him snap further? Like to me, I it wasn't think, clear. I, I, think it, I think it was just random because, I mean, he was in a, a, a the asylum or whatever. That's where Alpha found him. Right. I, I no, would, I, I I would, this a, might be a place he played. I mean, it's got the poster on the wall and I all thought. that. So. But, yeah, I don't know. I would think it's a place that he stumbled upon, but I don't think the show is clear enough in making that, you know, understand. I I wasn't sure if it was, like, his little hideout. Like, maybe when he first started joining up with Alpha or something like that, he would, like, sneak out. He seemed very familiar with this place. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, because everything around, everything in Everything in it is a tribute to him. I mean, that's why it yeah. feels familiar to him. I mean, he's he's yeah. looking at all this stuff, so it's like, no, but like but he, you know, he's he he's like... wearing a mask and he's in this weird state. So it's like it's it's not easy enough to determine whether he's kind of walking around this location and be like, "Yep, I'm back home," or I'm surprised by all this stuff that reminds me of my old uh, times. Like, I, I, don't I don't know, know. what. I, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't think they would waste time doing that if it wasn't like that was his place once. You know, for whatever time, whether before the asylum, after the whatever, it seemed like he was very familiar with that place. Like not yeah, his stuff. That's what I thought because you have been there. Like I, I think he could go that way, and it easily probably could have, or it could just be a a, a a venue that he that just has a lot of his stuff in it. I think I think it could go either way. Probably leans on the on the former. I'm not denying that, but I'm just yeah. I. I don't think the show did a good enough job to convince me. I guess agreed. Agreed. All that, yeah. He trashed the, the guitar, which it's like, oh, it's yeah, nice. he trashed his <laughs> one less guitar. He went all Pete Townsend on that thing. Yeah. Put on the music. Yeah, and yeah, he put yeah. Well, we'll get I will, we'll yeah. get there. I guess. We'll okay. get there. Um, so we come back to Carol, and again, she keeps seeing Alpha. At this point, she starts to taunt her a little bit. Uh, so we get a little bit more there. Um, then we cut to uh, Eugene, Yumiko, and Ezekiel, and they start off on their journey on horse. And they come across – this is where things get a little weird. They come across um, a cage with a bunch of walkers in it. Um, it almost looked like um, like a giant animal trap, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, they get they get they end up getting attacked. I did um, like Eugene's story about the chocolate bunnies <laughs> and how he's traumatized by be, by having to bite the heads off. And oh yes, 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 <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun. He also like there's that bit where like he's looking at Ezekiel. Ezekiel clearly seems like out of it, and he's like, "Shall I delve into my arsenal of impressions?" Which made me crack yes. up. Yeah, I, right. Yes. Thing, he delivered that amazingly, but I'm also like, "What impressions does Eugene do?" Because I need exactly. To I I wanted to hear at least one. Come on, you know he's got a good. I uh, bet they all sound like Eugene. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. That I yes, bet he's that got a good be. Christopher Walken though. Come on, everybody. <laughs> well, well, yes, I'd like to hear his arsenal of impressions. Yes. I wanted. To, I have to think that's like a Josh McDermott, like at like ad lib line, because that's too like yes. specific. Oh, for sure. Funny. <laughs> like, sure. Right. Right. Yeah. He's he's either he either really is good at, at impressions in real life or really terrible, and it it was it was a callback to one or the other. So anyway, they get they end up getting attacked, and Ezekiel gets winded really fast, um, and he almost the Walker almost gets the better of him, uh, and he's he's able to to kind of spring back and and stab it through the head. So yeah, obviously, you need, need some endurance and stamina power ups to uh, keep himself. <laughs> yeah, some mana potions. Uh, so we go back to Negan and Daryl, um, and um, <laughs> my, my notes literally say Negan and Daryl. So I have no context for what yeah. the scene is, but I assume it's just them walking around and talking for a bit. Maybe is that, that's what your notes say. My notes literally, I'd said I have Walker Cage, Ezekiel Week, and then it gets to Negan and Daryl, and then that's the entire note that I have. That's the exact note isn't I this have. When, I isn't have the this when they're note. just, isn't like, this when the they're just sitting there? When they're yeah, sitting there waiting for Carol, hoping... That's what I think. Yeah. yeah, it's like when they're sitting and they're talking about it, and... It's probably, I think it's, is it when Daryl's like, you liked it? Like, he's trying to, like, get to, like, accuse Negan of, like, how he was during all of this stuff with the whispers. Yeah, he gave a little look back, and he didn't say anything. And Negan, I think, is trying to suss this out. I think later on, though, he delves into it more as far as Mm -hmm. why. Yeah, he has to. It's once Daryl trusts him, that's when he can get into it more. Um, Well, it's good to know that both of us had the same same kind of notes. (laughs) I love when I do that. I take a note, and then I'm like, I'll know what this means when I get to it. And then I get to it, and I'm like, I have no idea what what this means. Like yeah. every line on my page this. is like filled to the margin except for this line because yes. it says Negan plus Daryl and the whole rest of the space is there still. <laughs> and yours says Negan plus Daryl? Yeah, it says Negan plus Daryl. Oh, holy <laughs> shit, mine says the exact same thing. Wow. We're, we're note brothers. Yeah, Aaron. exactly. <laughs> you both don't know what you, why you did it. Uh, we're, we're note twins. Oh. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, so uh, Beta puts on the record, which is obviously his live performance, um, which is kind of funny. And he starts to kind of gather his own horde, which I'm assuming that's the intention. Is he's trying right. to, again, his moment of clarity. He sees what he needs to do. He's starting to build his horde. Um, then we go back to Carol, and she's in this weird-looking cabin. What was up with this where she was, the thing collapsed that. on her? Was she... Well, she was trying to get the boat. She was trying to get this boat so she can get out to sea and just, like, you know, do whatever. Like, just clear her mind okay. or whatever. And it didn't, I mean, it's dark. She's, you know, talking to dead people. <laughs> yeah. like, and she so got like, bad, right. Yeah, so she, whatever she grabbed, she missed, slipped with her foot, pulled the whole damn thing down. Yeah. I mean, that's She that's did, like, happened. a grabbing motion, like, because she was angry. 
Yeah, so it, it just it messed up, and the whole roof caved in because yeah. you know, it's an old shack in the woods, so it's probably old to begin with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now she's now she's stuck. And I think this is the so one of the things with uh, um, with Negan and Daryl. Um, so so we we cut back to them. Negan takes them to the spot where the spikes are, and of course, there's no head. And um, I think too, this is where Daryl says something to him about why it took so long. And and Negan is like, "What is with you people? And how long this is supposed <laughs> that to take?" That made me laugh. That was a good line. Yeah, like yeah, it took well, some time. Even, I like it's just that easy. Yeah. Even when Carol said it to him, I was just like, "Come on, man! He's <laughs> he's got to have time to to work his magic," you know. Yeah, I just I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, what is it with you people and how long it took me? <laughs> that's that's funny. Backseat uh, driver. Dampity Morgan's really good. Like he's been. I mean, he's been very good this whole season. But these right. this one in the episode two weeks ago, like he's been very good as far yes. as really yeah. getting into the different layers of Negan. Yes, mm-hmm. which is what I've been wanting to see from Negan, so I can really like appreciate what he has to do with this. Yeah. Um, so of course. Uh, some whispers stumble up. They've got a, a, a gun and uh, they kneel to the new alpha, which is Negan. So again, it, a, it, it pumps up his ego a little bit and B, it confirms to Daryl that alpha is in fact dead. Uh, Cause they, they treat him as the, the new alpha. Also, there's a real like mis mis like understanding of leadership here because like some people think beta is the new alpha. These guys think Negan's the new alpha. Yes. Also, really does not benefit anyone to say who's the new alpha because they all die every time someone yes. says I'm, you're the new alpha. Yes, <laughs> like, that's yes. just the wrong thing to say. Clearly the only thing to do when someone's the new alpha is to get the hell out of there. That's the only like possible resolution. Just leave. That doesn't result in your death. <laughs> yes. Um, so as his, we cut back to beta, the horde continues to gather and he pulls, uh, he pulls his mask off. Um, then we cut back to Negan he pulls. And, he pulls the the part that was cut off off. He pulls, yeah, yeah. Pulls. He pulls that slimy part off. <laughs> um, I was trying to wonder, right? Because he got it. Like we're talking about beta, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. He, we were. We were, like what two weeks? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, when he like he got that part sliced off. Yes. And then the guy from like th- thirteen miles away was like, "Wait, it's you? It's you? Um, I'm exaggerating." But I mean, you know, he sliced that part off, and then they recognized him. So he clearly, because I was looking at the mask, like, oh, so it's back together again. So he just like had the like little piece. He just like slapped it on his face with some mud or whatever, or just some like nasty stuff to like get it to stick there. But he just he took that bit off again and put it on the thing. <laughs> Thinking, God, this guy wearing the skin like directly on his face like that—it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so then we come Other, back. To- otherwise, the whispers are completely clean. Let me tell you. Yes. But that, but that, that's what's disgusting. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we come back to Negan and Daryl, and uh, obviously they tie Daryl up, and he's kind of between the two whispers. And Negan's like, "Well, hey, if I'm the new alpha, why am I not the one sitting here with the shotgun? Like, what's?" <laughs> And he gives him the shotgun, and he's like, man, this feels good. He's like, I have a feeling. He's like, I never had any kids, but I feel like if I had a baby, like, it would feel just like this. Um, and so he yeah, it's like a baby, but instead it shoots death. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It yeah, if, if my baby shot bullets. bullets. Yeah. yeah. It spits yeah. bullets at you. Yeah. Um, so he tells Neil or uh, Daryl to kneel before him, um, and, of course, he ends up doing it. And um, Negan, of course, turns the shotgun, shoots the one guy right, and blows his head clean off. 
and Daryl's able to attack the other one. Um, and then, you know, Negan kind of has that look at him like, see, man, like I'm, I'm like, I'm on your side. Like I have, I have turned the corner. I, I guess they did, one of the things they did say before, um, was about how he'd spent seven years in jail and it you know, just kind of, what? He, descri- he defined it as it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> That's what, how it describes it. Yeah, right. and he, he kind of talked about how, you know, a little bit of that. So, um, but I like it. After all that's said and done, and Daryl gets up and he just looks at him, he's like, untie me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we cut back to Ezekiel and the crew, and uh, his horse goes down. I'm assuming it got bit when he was attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit. I'm yeah. It's a little not the best as far as how it displays that, but I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the horse died. What else is going to die from? So right. yeah, I got bit. <laughs> and then Ezekiel, well, before it actually dies, dies. Ezekiel step, puts it down, um, and it's very sad. Yes, I did not. I did not like watching this. No, <laughs> it's really sad. No, it was a it bad moment. Yeah. Uh, they cut back to Carol, who's still trapped under uh, this collapsed um, structure. Um, and again, she keeps getting taunted and taunted. And um, I thought at first that like she dislocated her shoulder. That's what I thought. Yeah, they heard like a snap to, or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't think she didn't. Do you think she didn't? Or she no, had when she got back up, she, she lifted her arm. Like she yeah. lifted her. It was her left arm, her yeah. left shoulder. So after she got back up again and starts going jawing at at uh, Alpha again, she lifts her left arm up. You know, I was expecting like a you know a lethal weapon moment or something where you know she I mean, I, near I, a, right. a tree stump I, and you know, well, I thought she was gonna. I, I wrote that exact thing in my review. Yes, the lead, like yeah, I got to pop back in, but I think this is just not again, just not clear filmmaking. I think she did pop her arm out. It's just. They didn't know how they. That's a hard thing to display, right? I mean, so you can only do so much with that. Well, I thought she was gonna. I thought she popped it out to slip it. Yeah, slip out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. I still yeah. think she did. I just think the show didn't really do a great job of really portraying that beyond making it look hard to do. But after that, yeah, there's no real follow up to it. So yeah. it's like, and if she didn't do it. Well, that was stupid. It's like she just what she had to push harder. Okay. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's not that is. But if she had to pop her arm out, like, yeah, that sucks too. Would have been nice to see more follow up with that, but okay. So I, you know, it's kind of like a metaphor, right? She frees herself out from, yeah, the thing, and you know, she's mm-hmm. gotten free of Alpha's craziness or her perception of of that. Right. Um, so we cut back to Negan and Daryl, and he talks to Daryl and says, you know, at first I like being taken, you know, taken in. Um, taken in by them, he said. But she took it too far, um, and then and then Daryl Daryl walks walks away. Um, and this is where I, so I even have my note awkward edit. So they show Daryl walking away, and the next thing we see is is Carol walking up to Alexandria, <clears throat> Daryl opening the gate. That was weird. Letting her in and then closes the gate and then that's it. And I'm just well, like, he also had said, but he also had said he was talking about I don't. He, she crossed lines like killing kids. She, he remember he had said that to Daryl and Daryl basically said like that's not going to make me like oh, you. Like yeah, yeah, that's not going to yeah. make me hate you any less or something. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's oh, supposed Darryl to like chicken. you now. That's what he it's said. Put, I'm supposed to like you now. Yeah, yeah. that's what he said. I mean, he's, he has to contend with some 
obviously, you know, sincere, like real feelings as far as like how this person who's very much mistreated him in the past, but is like trying to like warp right himself. And uh, there's a lot going on as far as like, you know, we're, we're, we're on shaky ground here and I don't like you, but like, yeah, I can appreciate you being on our side like that, you know. And he, he expects essentially Daryl to honor the deal, right? Right. He killed Alpha. He he held up his end of the bargain. He wants to become part of the society. Like he's so, now he, he's kind of Carol promised if he did it quick, and she did say what took you so long. So you know, she I, I I don't think they're gonna back out on the a renege on the like the nature well, of what's gonna happen. I'll, I'll be curious to see how around. it plays out. No, I, yeah. I hear you, but I, mean, I I do think that it'll be interesting to see what's next in this stage but that's what i meant to point out earlier i what i like about you know getting that flashback and how we what we get revealed later on is negan i like how vulnerable he is in this episode like he he very much makes it clear that he needs this he needs to if he can't have power he needs to at least have people acknowledging him for what he's done that he's on the you know on the side of the up and up he wants to be you know quote unquote a good person or at least you know fall into society and not be looked at as the scapegoat or the one that everyone thinks bad about. He wants to be seen as something that at least gives him some kind of sense of purpose again. And as opposed to the comic, the com- I mean, the comic, he just, he, he, kill- he kills Alpha on his own accord. Like, he doesn't right. need, he, it's not a bigger plan, which is why I really like that twist, because it's different. It, you know, moves away yeah. from it. But, it, like, this one, it, it takes away the kind of notion that that Negan is, you know, thinking ahead of, like, what this how this is going to make me look. And instead, is kind of he's trapped in this deal where it's like, okay, I'll do this thing. That'll be very difficult for me to do, but that's not the end of it. People aren't just going to be like, Oh, Negan's cool. Now I need someone to tell other people that I did this thing. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. I think that really plays with his ego in a way that's far more intriguing than just him being like, I'm still Negan, but guess what I did? Like now it's like, yeah. guys, look, like I am begging you. I need some popularity points here. Cause no one's going to like care about me. If I, you don't know if no one speaks up for me. So I think that's really neat. And I think uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan does a great job of like playing, you know, all of the angles this episode to convince everyone. And it'll be interesting too, because I mean, at this point, I think we know Maggie's coming back. So what does that mean for Mm -hmm. his fate? fate? Like, how does that play out Mm -hmm. when she comes back? Cause I think Uh right now, I mean, I guess Rosita and Eugene would have issues because of, because of, you know, of their situation. Um, But, I think the rest of them, you know, again, time heals all wounds, right? You know, and they're they're yeah. in a strange situation, and you know, or especially make, if things get worse. And yeah, and they can make a um, case for it or whatever. Right. But I'm curious to see how that plays out when uh, when Maggie comes back. So he'll probably he'll probably say like he watched every episode of Whiskey Cavalier to try to get in their good side first. Yeah. Like that might. Is that a watch party idea? We can watch all the episodes of Whiskey Cavalier. Oh, I'll do it again. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll pass I'll on do this it. one. Daryl, watch anything. I'll now. do it. A commentary on what? I'm sorry, I missed that. Whiskey, Whiskey, Whiskey Cavalier. Whiskey Cavalier. Maybe well liked, high rated uh, drama from last week. Right? Last the last most morning. popular TV show of the season. No, you guys have at it. Thought it was. Uh, so we cut back to Eugene and Ezekiel and uh, Yumiko, and um, I, I, I called this the Macy's window display. Uh, sure in, was in my notes because it was just this crazy, oh, yeah. 
you know, people in zombies tra- in cars, like the one giving the other a ticket. Mm-hmm. And um, they were almost singing. Yeah, it was really weird. You know, the, the yeah. literally shop windows with people sitting at tables. My favorite um, was Ezekiel's uh, reaction to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. he starts like, cracking up. Like, he realizes what's going on. He just, I mean, that's what I would do, too. I would just start laughing. What else could you do? I mean, yeah. it's great. Genuine laughter. Reaction. I really yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. Good reaction. Uh, and, of course, they keep going, and all of a sudden, this crazy lady in a funky coat uh, shows up in front of them. We don't need to see Chris. She's excitable, clearly. We don't know she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like a lot of the girls I dated in college in the 80s. <laughs> princess. So we have Princess, who is the... For those of you that have read the comic, uh, you're familiar with her character. Um, so this will be an interesting addition to the to the show. I So I did not... I forgot if we mentioned that she was cast or not in this in like the season, like in news or something. I just I didn't know at all. And while the when I was watching it streaming, like it messed up, and I got an image of her at the very like it just showed like a like an image from next week or something with her. So I was like, it kind of got ruined for me that she was going to be in this episode. At the same time, though, the reveal that that's where this was going did get me off guard and i was it was as surprising honestly as as michonne at the end of the second season where it's like what we're bringing this in now like that like that made me excited because i i think this is a really fun character uh that really adds a new dynamic and similar to like when abraham and the gang when they first joined some much needed like comic bookiness and humor yeah which the show could use a whole lot more of every now and then it's been pretty bleak (laughs) so like it's a I'll be very curious to see how this, how well they capture the spirit of the character for the show. All right. I know. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe she's. There's a. Uh, there are some people that really like the princess character, and some people that are really annoyed by her. So I'll be. I mean, we'll see how that goes. I guess. I love that character in the book. So I don't think I'm up to her. Oh wow! You, I'm you'll know. The, I finished. You, you would know. War, I'll put it that way. You would. You would know. You would know yeah, if you were up to her. She's <laughs> way after the whispers. The oh, way. yeah. Not way well, after. Way, way after, but I mean... Uh, I'd whispers. say it's like, the third to last trade, maybe? Fourth to last trade? I mean, you're in the you're in the back third of the books to begin with when you get to the whispers at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, right. it's yeah. getting there. Yeah, I think 170-something is when she shows up. Late 160s, 170s, yeah. Okay. Um, So we cut back to Beta. And uh, he th- he thanks Alpha and says that he sees now. Uh, and then he pulls out his knife and stabs her in the head. What's and, an end to that? Yeah. <laughs> Carves that melon. Yeah. And then he walks amongst the horde. He opens. We see him open the front door and he just kind of walks through the middle of them. And uh, we find out that he used her face to fix his mask. <laughs> Talk about uh, all so uh, so that really was, doesn't really doesn't have to do much right now to blend in, right? He really just kind of like I guess it is open doors. He just walked right, yeah. He just walked yeah, right into that mob, and not one of them reacted. He, like, he, uh, hey, how you doing? Well, so, can you imagine how he smells? He must smell just like him by now. I'm sure, but I mean, yeah, yeah just the out of the. The, the the verisimilitude of what it takes to be a zombie is really like he's yeah. just like yep like I'm there yeah <laughs> and that's where we leave the show it's fourth ending there's four endings to this week's episode <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yeah it's funny how I've I've got like more no- probably twice the amount of notes that I've had in the last few episodes and it's just because yeah. of all the 
the dialogue, the, the different, uh, different yeah. trees that were going down. Um, so yeah, so that was the episode. Um, I guess before we get into our busters, we'll do a brief word from our sponsor, uh, DCBService.com. Uh, like we've talked about, um, several times over the last few weeks, you know, we know diamond is not going to be shipping comics, uh, as of this week, uh, starting this week, uh, at least for the next several weeks. Um, but you can you can still order some stuff over at dcbservice.com. Or, or I highly you know a lot of folks are home. They've got a lot of free time. Um, hopefully, if if you're you know fortunate enough to work at a job that is either uh, still paying you or is allowing you to work from home, um, given the fact that you don't have the commute anymore or you have some free time on your hands, um, check out instocktrades.com where you can um, head on over there and get caught up on all kinds of stuff uh, with your with your n- newly found time to read. Um, and kind of take your mind off of stuff that's that's going on. So there's by reading stuff. about a post-apocalyptic world. Coming yes. To- oh wait, no. Maybe you should read something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Read something maybe I'm a kidding. little more on the fun side. Um, yeah, like Lazarus. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or find some you know old bronze or um, you know silver age you know trades and hardcovers or something. Something silly. Something goofy. Something to to kind of take you back to a simpler time, as it were. Um, so yeah, check out InStockTrades.com, DCBService.com. Uh, as soon as uh, you know Diamond starts shipping again, and they and they start um, fulfilling uh, or allowing orders for <clears throat> for the new uh, the the coming months, we'll uh, we'll keep you all posted. Um, so we appreciate their support. Um, we hope that you give them some support during this during this time. Um, InStockTrades.com, DCBService.com. So. Our Buster ratings for this episode. Aaron, why don't you go first? Um, you know, like I like all the pieces for the most part. It's just like a little like I don't want to say messy. It just feels like there's a lot of all over the place because you have to deal with a lot of different characters, and that doesn't necessarily make it a bad episode, but it just brings it down a bit. So I'm like, I'm out of three point five busters, but it's not because the episode's particularly bad, and I mean three point five is a positive rating. It's just more of you're dealing, you're like shuffling a lot of cards around, so it doesn't make it the most I don't know. It's not not compelling, but it just wasn't like hitting me in the same way some of the past few weeks have. I really like the pieces. I think Megan, Jeopardy Morgan, like I said, is doing a great job. I think the Ezekiel stuff was really effective. The Carol stuff, less so. The um, the um, the Beta stuff is fine. Like I I like Beta. I like that they're giving him stuff to do compared to the comic where it's pretty one dimensional. But it's like, all right, yeah, he's he's these cuckoo pants. But we'll see what happens. So three point five bucks, I think, is fair for this week. Excellent. Rich, what do you think? Yeah, um, for the most part, I have to agree with what Aaron was saying about it was a lot of good pieces. They just weren't connecting altogether well. It was a little bit of a mess, like he said. Um, It feels like we're putting the season puzzle together, and now we finish putting all the edge pieces together, but we still have a little bit to fill in in the middle, and um, that's kind of where we're at. I love all the, the... Negan stuff, him with Daryl. Um, I mean, he was at his best Negan, I think, in this episode as far as the, the newer Negan. Um, uh, the the Alpha with Carol stuff, I, I, I mean, I, Carol's one of my favorite characters, but that, it just got a little long in the tooth, that whole thing. Um, uh but for the most part, I really, really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I, I'm giving it uh, four busters. 
Excellent. Daryl, what did you think? How many busters? Um, yeah, I, it was fine. I, it wasn't. Uh, it was okay. Uh, there are scenes that I liked, but I mean, the Carol stuff was just. I had enough of that really quickly. Um, I give it a three, three out of five. Jim. Yeah, I got to ding it for the alpha stuff. I thought it went uh, overstated. It's welcome. Uh, pretty, pretty far into the episode. Um, I did like the, uh, the Daryl and Negan stuff. And I, I, I also was, I got a little tired of the beta destroying stuff in his apartment scenes after a little while too. Uh, so I'll give it a three out of five. Nice. I'll give it a, uh, I'll give it a three and a half out of five as well. I, again, I thought the Carol stuff just really kind of drug it down. Um, but I thought the rest of it was solid. Again, a lot of good interacting character moments, uh, you know, between the, um, between them. We, we forgot to mention the Yumiko and, um, I forgot to mention the Yumiko and Magna stuff where, um, Yumiko tried to tell Magna to go and she's like, no, I think the stability would actually do me some good. And Yumiko convinced, or, um, Magna convinced Yumiko to go, who is like kind of the more stable one, um, to, to go. So I thought that was, that was again, a lot of good character moments. Is it me or have they just given up on Connie? Like, is like, and well, then what it felt like to me. <laughs> there's no mention of Connie at all. Not right? at all. I mean, I guess we just have to get there. Um, I think one of you guys mentioned Eternals the other week, and I wouldn't be surprised if that did like play a role in um, how available she might have been <laughs> to like, film things. Um, but, I mean, you know, nobody. No, <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, but it just seemed weird. It's nothing. just like nobody's concerned. It's just like, hey, we showed up and we don't know where she's at. Yeah, and there's just nothing to. I mean, given the time, I'm not trying to make too many excuses for the show, but there's not just there's just too not that much time to like really deal with it at this moment. Like they just got out of one hellfire. Sure, it's like, sure. Now do, do it, we explore some rubble somewhere? It's like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll just, I always just find it odd when like there's no mention. Like watch next sure. week's episode be all about her. And her struggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. Um, all right, so that that's where we're at with our Buster ratings. So what did the Facebook group say, Mr. Dietz? Facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast. Oh, how the hell should I? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. That's what I do. I forgot. Um, well, as usual, as Russ said, you can join us in the Facebook group and sound off with your Buster ratings about your favorite episodes or not so favorite or whatever. Just let us know how you feel, like Mike Jones did to start us off this week. Uh, five half moons out of five. Love seeing Alpha like this, one of her best performances. She was acted so well, she would be missed. Uh, seeing more of Beta's past was awesome. I didn't believe for a second that Negan would shoot Daryl. Uh, the King's horse being bitten and put down was very sad. And last but not least, Princess. Uh, Kevin Barry wrote in, still debating my busters, but the Twitch after show is better than Hardwick. You heard it here first, folks. Check it out. He's right. He's nice. totally right. He's totally right. <laughs> There's no arguing, you know. Uh, Brent Jones, four mystery cities out of five. I enjoyed everything in this aside from yet another Carol Mental episode. I'm Mary Cherpecki of 4.5 Talking Heads. I love this episode. We'll miss Alpha, especially after the performance Samantha Morton gave last night. I wasn't too worried about Carol, but I liked the hint about Maggie, so that should be happening very soon. Uh, Beta freaks me out and is utterly terrifying. Glad we got his background. Uh, Negan should have shot Daryl. Just kidding. My only hope is that the show doesn't fall back into old habits and debate keeping killing Negan for episodes on end. I agree, Mary. Uh, Richard Charrington wrote in, 
Uh, 4.5, Head on a Pike, out of 5. Great episode. Love the interaction with Negan and Daryl. And Yukiyoshi Sawada walked in, uh, 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 weighed in. It's kind of a short one for Yukiyoshi, but hey, you know. Uh, 5, I Need to Stop and Rethink My Life, Beta Edition, out of 5. <laughs> this was a solid episode. 1, so the fact that Negan didn't kill Alpha quickly is why she was being so impatient in the cave. I wonder if a bit of her was wondering if she made a mistake letting Negan, Negan out. Uh, two, the way it looks, Carol would never truly be rid of Alpha, probably because she didn't kill her herself. Three, Alpha, you lose everyone you come in contact with. Sophia, Lizzie, Mika, Henry, and if you go back, Daryl too. Screen cuts to a boy eating a cookie. My name was Sam Anderson. Uh, four, so Carol, what have we learned? Even That even though it's been ten years in the apocalypse, we still don't go off on our own. <laughs> Five, Negan's don't kill codes is what killed Alpha. We are so lucky. Six, don't worry about Carol. She always finds her way home. Seven, looks like Beta started starting to see what he's been doing is bonkers. No, 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 wait. He's wearing half her skin. He's fused into Beifa. He snapped. How can you define if he snapped? I mean, yeah. I mean, where's the line? You know, <laughs> I like that though. Beifa. 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 Uh, Eight, so the new girl seems fun. Nine, yes. I was, nine, I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 before watching this, so Rufus's death really hits me where I live. Uh, ten, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I, I, got, I got attached to Bebop, my horse. Absolutely, that was a great game. Uh, Alpha, ten, Alpha's line, I'm sorry you're mad at me. Please don't be mad at me. I'm sorry is a reference to Lizzie's last words before Carol killed her. Kenpai! Thank you, all of you who uh, decided to chip in and uh, write here in the uh, Facebook group. I happen to know that each and every one of you listening has a little bit of free time now. So if you do, and I kind of think you might, by all means, join us in the Facebook group. Let us know what you think of the episode. We only have, what, one more episode to talk about, right? Before, uh, for the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future. So you better get them in next week or you're going to be waiting for... Who knows how long? And you don't want to do that. Come on. Uh, excellent. So that'll do it for this episode, everybody. Um, where can folks check us out on the web? Mr. New Earth, why don't you go first? Um, when I'm not jib-jabbing with you folk over about The Walking Dead, I'm jib-jabbing with my friend Abe on our podcast, Out Now with Aaron and Abe. We just put up our 400th episode a couple weeks back. It's a big two-part episode. We talk about the best films of the decade, as well as uh, just the decade on film in general. Not a lot of new releases coming out for some reason. Um, So we're uh, coming up with some fun ideas for how to proceed with our our weekly movie show um, in the near, in the you know, in the coming future. Um, But yeah, a lot of cool content coming out of there. Um, and that's everywhere you can find podcasts. Um, I'm also writing still on We Live Entertainment. All my Walking Dead write-ups can be found there, as well as uh, some streaming reviews. And I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Excellent. Mr. Taylor? Uh, you can find me uh, on uh, The Voice123 on Twitter, and uh, you can look up taylornetworkofpodcast.com, and you'll find a whole bunch of podcasts that i've mentioned a million times every time we record (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, here on HHWLOD, the Walking Dead podcast. I'm on the da- Taylor Network of Podcasts on the DC All-Stars podcast, which we recently uh, talked about Red Sun. Um, I think soon we'll be maybe catching up on the CW shows. Um, and then catch me on the socials at ChubToad01. Nobody can find me. I'm the wind, baby. <laughs> I don't know what that I said, saw, though, but I like I it. Saw, I, I know, that's why I said it. And that's all I'm saying this week. Wow. Yeah. Man, Bold, stance. Bold stance. Bold stance. <clears throat> well, you can find me here at hhwld.com, uh, as well as Taylor Network of Podcasts, like Mr. Taylor mentioned, um, with Gotham by Geeks, which is fun to do um, as well. <clears throat> so thank you again, everybody. We'll be back next week. Um, and until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, join us on Twitch. What else are you going to do? <laughs>